Hello and welcome to another edition of the Coach Mark Miller podcast. I am Coach Mark Miller coming to you live in the Philippines and from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. So how can I help you today? If you're trying to uh, perhaps improve your band score for IELTS, maybe you've tried before and got a lower score than you expected, or maybe you're preparing for the first time, we're going to talk about is it useful to memorize certain things to help you for the IELTS? And I think overall, I would say, yes, it, it probably is. Um, you see, when it comes to language tests, um, memorization does help you improve some of the skills. Okay. Um, but that said, there are some things that you shouldn't memorize. Okay. Um, and when we look at this, um, I mean that if you, you shouldn't memorize things mechanically, okay, because it won't help you learn English, not long term, right? Short term, it might give you a bit of a boost. Um, but longer term, we want you to feel fluent and confident and flexible in your English. So this kind of mechanical memorization doesn't assist with that. And we're after fluency, remember, people here. And I, when we say native fluency, I just mean feeling comfortable, all right? Not to sound like a native speaker, but just to feel comfortable with the, the English language, okay? Um, and that you know how you can use it and work your way around it to express what you want to say. So let's look at it like this, right? Things you shouldn't memorize, the big one, and many of my students, my Arabic speaking students in particular, um, often come to me and we have to almost undo some of this learning. Um, I'm not sure whether it's something that is being coached inside um, in the Middle East. I'm not sure where this is coming from. I need to ask my students to find out. But many of you seem to think that memorizing and speaking um, chunks of sentences or whole essays, okay, um, for writing or speaking is a good idea. Now, uh, many students think they can perform better if they memorize these scripted answers and then use them in a test. But, you know, I have to tell you, the examiners, they're not silly. They do this for a living and they can spot them a mile off. That's a great idiom. And they would lower your scores, okay? So really, I would highly dissuade you from doing that, okay? Um, also, you know, if you receive a question that you, you've not prepared, then you'll get even more nervous during the test. If you're relying totally on preparing scripts for everything, then when they ask you something you haven't prepared a script for, you will automatically psychologically feel at a disadvantage, even if you're not, and it will put you off. All right. Plus, the final point here is it doesn't help you learn and use the language at all, does it? So really, overall, I think memorizing answers is a really bad thing for you to do. OK, you can certainly have like um, sentence structures um, that maybe you can um, learn and use off the cuff. That's a nice expression. And then pop in different bits of vocab into it. But whole chunks or an essay. I did have one student who pretty much seemed to have a photographic memory. They'd memorized a whole, I think, a couple of paragraphs. But it was obvious, okay? So don't do it. It's going to lower your score. The examiners are not fools, okay? And um, things you can memorize, right? Instead of memorizing your answers, uh, try to memorize certain things to improve your score. So the first one, clearly vocab, right? It's really super important, I would say, for learning a language as well as taking any language test. So expanding the vocab is essential, okay, because it will give you a better understanding of the recording and increase your reading speed, expressing your ideas effectively in both speaking and writing. So definitely memorize lots of vocab and use it, okay? 
Uh, so many times my students just memorize lists, but you're not practicing them afterwards or using them on a regular basis. So do active listening like today. Uh, pick out some vocabs or new words that perhaps you don't use a lot or perhaps never heard of before. And then try to summarize after the podcast what you've heard me speak about using those vocabs. And then throughout your day, try to use them in emails to colleagues or on a phone call or something. So you get into the habit of using them. If you don't use them, they just stay as a list in your head. And also definitely can and should memorize some useful expressions preparing for IELTS. So uh, giving opinions, how to express your likes and dislikes, to compare and contrast, how to ask for clarification, um, and useful phrases to link your writing together. These will help you construct and connect ideas and structure your answers in the speaking and writing test. Um, so say, for example, if we're going to talk about um, expressing your likes and dislikes in speaking, um, I will do a separate podcast on this. But if you think about it, there are many ways that you can express yourself. But the common ones and the best ones to use, instead of saying, I like or I don't like <laughs> repeatedly, try these other ways, like I love, I adore, I'm fascinated by, I'm fond of, I'm keen on, I'm a big fan of, I'm crazy about something, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just absolutely overwhelmed, you know. So you can use lots of these expressions, enjoying things, okay? Uh, it's much better than just saying I like and I dislike, or I like and I don't like, okay? So you might say, you know, I'm a huge fan of soccer, all right? I'm exceptionally crazy about shopping in supermarkets, whatever it is, okay? Equally, if expressing your dislikes, um, think of things, instead of just saying I don't like things, say I'm not into something, I'm not a huge fan of, so I'm not a huge fan of soccer, but I'm really into swimming, for example, okay? Um, I'm not into hanging out with friends at weekends. That's a nice one, okay? You can also say, I hate, I can't stand, I can't bear it. I can't bear it when people eat with their mouths open, right? I'm tired of or I'm sick of, you know, whatever it is, okay? So I'm just sick of people complaining all the time. I can't stand hearing it, right? Okay, and I, I hate to have to be exposed to that. And then try to give your reasons, the complete answers to why you don't like something or why you do, right? So if you said, no, you know, I'm not a big fan of online shopping, um, you might then expand it. Uh, the images and descriptions on websites are really misleading. Uh, therefore, I prefer going to stores, and physically see and try on the products, okay? Um, and that experience helps me make better decisions. Um, additionally, online shopping has huge security risks such as credit card fraud, so I'm not really keen on online shopping. So you can hear how we use it together. Okay, That's just a brief example there. I'm not going to go too much more into those. Um, we're going to do separate podcasts on these, but it gives you an idea. Try to do it. Okay. Also, structures. So memorize sentence structures, I said earlier, in essay structures. That's different from remembering whole chunks of sentences. Okay, and I'm going to go, um, I'm going to give you a separate blog, um, sorry, blog piece on this um, podcast piece, sorry, a useful sentence patterns. Okay, so you can really get the idea. But again, just to give you a little taste of what that would sound like, um, we put it all together. Okay, so things like it is commonly believed that there is no doubt that there is no denying that. Okay, um, an increasing number of a growing number of. The reason why, I don't know, whatever it is, people feel stressed or whatever, okay? You might say there is a hot debate over something, 
the older you get, the more experienced you are. Okay, so you can use those together as in comparatives. Okay, but I'm going to do a whole whole uh, podcast on that, so don't don't panic too much about that. But this is what I mean. Try to use some very helpful, use, useful sentence patterns that will exceptionally boost you further forward. Um, evidence. Give data, facts, support your ideas, all right? Don't just say what you think, then support them, all right? Um, don't memorize them word for word, though. Just collect some useful evidence and remember what they're about and then drop them in. Describe them in your own words when it comes to the test, all right? Now, the question I'm going to get asked here, as many of my Arabic speakers do when we get on to this, is, well, how do I do this? How do I memorize this stuff? Right. It's important that um, you, you just can't remember things mechanically. So the most important effective way to remember words and phrases is use meaningful content, such as a story and a conversation, all right? So when we say about that, it means making it relevant to your experience, okay? If you're just learning lists of words, that's much harder to do, okay? It's really, really hard to do. So try to make some sort of either new sentence, new words together with them and make it relevant to something you're interested in. That way, okay, um, it's going to help you, okay? It's really going to help you describe things as like almost word pictures. And you can link it to something you already know in your head, right? So try to associate your new vocab when you understand the definition of the words you just learned into maybe a hobby that you like or something. That way you're more likely to recall it easier, okay, and faster, all right? Also practice, clearly. Um, when it comes to these things, expressions, evidence, structures, whatever it is, patterns, um, what I'd like you to do is after listening to this, as I said, and taking notes, is to use them, all right? So after the podcast, try to summarize and use them, and then perhaps almost try to use them with colleagues throughout your working day. Do not try to just do what we call rote memorization when learning a language. It's just deadly boring, all right? Um, and also, it's not very effective. It's highly ineffective. It's much better to do a 10 minute practice, 28 days, okay, and use it. Okay, so after, after memorizing it in a session, look at new words, let's say, spend another five minutes just practicing it out loud and listen to yourself back, right? That's really important. That's a top tip. If you record yourself, um, like summarizing this podcast using some of the vocabs that you've heard me use, and then try to repeat it yourself and record it. You can look back and think, okay, did that sound good? Did I pronounce that correctly? Have I used it in the right context? So these are just some of my top tips here to help you. But absolutely, yeah, memorize some things, but not all things. If you found this helpful, let me know. If you would like different content or something, I don't know, slightly, uh, I don't know, away from IELTS, I suppose, um, then do, again, hit me up on Telegram or you can just drop me a voice message into the show. That's the quickest way to do it. And I will respond as soon as I can by providing some decent podcasts to match your needs because I'm here to help you. Also, if you found this of assistance, please spread the word far and wide to as many colleagues as possible to listen to the podcast too. And if you really would like to help me further, you can sponsor a segment by buying me a cup of coffee. The link is down below. Or if you check, you can actually sponsor the podcast now. Uh, that facility is available and you can send me a monthly subscription if you want to. You can set the rate as low as 99 cents, um, right the way up to $9.99 if you really want to get that, uh, that crazy. But the point I'm making here is that anything you can contribute, even if you don't want to sponsor the podcast there, but just buy me a coffee, it means 
that you can help me keep helping you because I can create more free content that way. And it helps reach a lot of people who sadly can't afford ever to pay for coaching. And if you're fortunate enough to be able to afford coaching, that's great. But remember, not everybody in the world is as lucky as you are. And certainly here in the Philippines and in other developing countries worldwide, uh, people can't even, well, they can't do hardly anything. So thank you in advance for everything that you can do here, even if it is just to spread the word about the podcast. Sign up to my newsletter. And of course, if you would like a session with me, you know how you can reach me. Um, there is a special offer available. The links are down below for you. Don't miss out. They expire midnight tomorrow, which is Tuesday. All right. So good luck, everybody. Stay safe. Keep going. See you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.